On the 30th of June, 2023, Joel Fleming and Sean Laycock will be married in the cultural center of Italy, Tuscany. My current savings dictate that I'll be having a very modest European vacation. However, between now and wedding day, there are a maximum of 105 NBA games to be played. That's 105 chances to fill up the travel budget. Follow me to feast or famine as I risk it all to raise the money for my brother's wedding. Hello, welcome to the I'm Saving for an Italian Wedding podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Fleming, and my goal is to save $10,000 for my brother's wedding. I'm starting with $100 in my sports bet account, and I'm going to show you every step of the way, except I'm not, because you've already missed day one. So let me bring you up to speed with the bets I made for day one of the NBA playoffs. All right, I know this is cheating and you might not believe me, but I had a lucky day. This is what I bet on today, and hopefully we can continue the winning trend tomorrow. I took the Sixers and the Celtics with the line, so they're both minus 8.5. Also, if I'm sounding crazy, it's because the reverb's really loud in my ears. Haven't podcasted in a long time. It's freaking me out speaking to myself. Also, another favorite of this podcast moving forward is going to be the tri-bet. Now, this might be called something else on your betting platform, but it basically gives both teams a margin either way. The margin I usually pick is seven because it allows for a few free throws. Five's too small. Nine's really good, but you lose a lot of value. So seven because I'm a risk taker. So today, I lit the beam. I took the Knicks, Cavs, Golden State, Kings, both on the tri-bet, seven each way, both super close games, and the others to be blowouts. Got a little bit lucky in the Celtics after the Hawks' big comeback, but ultimately won. So we started with $100 in the account. We bet 25 on that for a return of 365 total. So that was good. Alongside this, I did lose, and I'm not going to hide my warts. I'd thought, this is my thought process, and I might bring it back. Who knows? It's hard to tell who's going to turn up in the playoffs. Hawks-Celtics. I'm reflecting upon last year's NBA Finals and some trends I've seen with the Celtics. Their ability to guard small guards is probably their weakness. In the paint, everywhere else, they're pretty fortified. Obviously, Joel Embiid's... A man of his own, he dominates them, but he's just a fucking monster, so how could you know? Anyway, so I was thinking, Trey Young scores 25 points. He might have shot 25 shots to get there, but that did not happen. I was also on Clint Capella to get 10 rebounds. Now, he had five rebounds in the first quarter, but he too was pretty ineffective. So, pretty poor showing from the Hawks. Clint is a beast on the rebounds. We might see him again. Trey Young, he might be a stay away. He might be spending his last four games in Atlanta. Who knows? I also got on Jalen Brunson to get six assists. This didn't happen either. He averaged six assists a game in the season. I knew Randall was coming back. 
I was thinking it was going to be a high scoring game. I was wrong. Everyone struggled to score. Stupid from me. But anyway, moving forward, this is your opportunity to jump on board. Maybe you just want to know what I'm betting on so you can laugh at me when I lose. Maybe you want to follow the train. We've got to get our own version of light the beam. I'll figure it out what it is. So tomorrow, this is the one I feel really good about. Almost, I would say, a lock. Lakers, Grizzlies, I think it's going to be a really good series. AD, pretty much unstoppable for the Grizzlies. But what about Jaron Jackson Jr.? Yeah, he's going to get in foul trouble. He gets in foul trouble. He averages like four fouls a game. Anthony Davis gets every fucking call. Okay? Pretty simple. The minutes without Triple J, 80 feasts. <clears throat> but the Grizzlies are no slouches. So, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Tribet. Seven points either way. All we want is a close game. Game one, they're tone setters. You generally don't want to give up. Look what the Hawks did today. They're down 30. What's the freaking point of benching everyone? You may as well come out to start of the fourth quarter, change your rotation a little bit, and play everyone a little bit extra, see if you can tighten it up. So, seven either way, try bet. Grizzlies, Lakers. On top of that, a little same game multi in the Heat Bucks game. Two teams <coughs> play with relatively slow pace, very high defensive efficiency. And when you look at the Heat, like obviously when they're bombing threes, they score a lot of points, so do the Bucks. But when you look at their efficiency, all the true shooting, the points aren't there, in my opinion. So I've given us an extra point. We're going to go the under. The under isn't sexy. No one likes to bet on it. But the Heat have really been struggling struggling to score lately. They've been getting 30 from Lowry, 30 from Struess. Are these people going to be there against the Bucks? I don't know. This is just what I think. Under 219.5, that's an alternate line. You want to be greedy? You could take the dollar ninety under two eighteen point five. You want to be safe, add a couple more points for yourself. <clears throat> but I think generally we could see like one hundred and fifteen to a hundred, if that. That's pretty predictable margin for that game. Bucks to win as well. So that multi together pays with a boosted odds four dollars eighty. Chucking twenty five on that for a hundred and twenty return throughout. This series, I'm going to favor the sports bet return rather than the bonus odds because ultimately it's about saving the amount of multis we all lose by one leg. I would rather be able to reinvest that bonus the next day rather than get a little bit of extra kitty on one bet. Maybe that's a coward's move. I don't know. Now, the multi I'm less fond of but still think is wise. And there's a bit of value here. You chuck in the Suns and the Nuggets, both with a line. The line is minus 7.5 at the moment. I think KD's got a haircut for the first time in his life. The Suns want to make a statement. He's a monster. The Clippers don't have Paul George. Now, Alongside those two, if you want to just leave it at that, that's fine. I've also thrown in Kawhi Leonard over for points. <coughs> Sorry about my throat. Kawhi Leonard 
is awesome at basketball. He's going head-to-head against Kevin Durant. I think that matters to him. As like calm as he is, I think he wants to score on him. I think he wants to send a message. There's no PG, so there's you know 20 shots to go around. Obviously, there's Westbrook. There's whoever else. The Clippers got a deep, deep bench, but there's one man who's going to be leading the minutes. It's going to be quiet. He's going to be taking shots. If it's a close game, I think this is pretty much a lock. Obviously, I'm betting on the Suns to win by eight or more. By close game, I mean it's not a 20-point blowout where they just sit quiet, give up game one and focus on game two, having it been at the Suns' home stadium. Don't know. Anyway, I hate picking one of the Suns to score when it's Booker and KD, and they can both easily get 25 really efficiently and blow you out. So you, it's hard to just pick one. Like, why would a specific one score? Maybe Booker is the better pick, knowing that Leonard might guard Durant. But also, cross matchups in the NBA don't tend to happen. They probably won't spend a lot of time guarding each other. So, to clarify, sorry for the waffling. The multi is Suns Nuggets minus 7.5, Leonard over 27.5 points. <coughs> in terms of the Timberwolves game... I've watched them play a fair bit. They're pretty hard to read. They look like world beaters in their last game against the Thunder. The Thunder looked terrible. When you really look at the Thunder roster outside of, like, you know, Gideon Dort both going off for 30, how do they really get their 100 points? You know, Shea Gilgis is obviously always going to show up and score, but the Thunder weren't ready for that moment, and they're a bit understaffed. So that's our two bets for tomorrow. Outside of that, I also put on a series bet with some handicaps. This is to cash in for round one. So, shockingly, I've picked the Lakers over the Grizzlies with one and a half games. So if it goes to game seven, I've already won. Lakers win, I've already won. That's my value there. I've given Clippers two and a half games. So that means I think they're going to win two games. I think they definitely win game three at home if they haven't won one yet. And then I'm just chasing value there. Who knows? 4-2 in that series sounds right to me. They might get dominated by the Suns. It's really hard to tell. The Suns haven't had a lot of time together, so to say you have a read on them, you'd be lying. Nuggets to be the Wolves. I think $1.20 is good value. The Wolves might look really good at some points, but I think the wheels will come off. Sixes to win minus two and a half games. Basically, I think that could be a sweep or a five-gamer. That seems easy to me. Cavs to beat the Knicks minus one and a half games. That's looking scary. That already looks like a seven-game series. So if that goes to game seven, I've lost that. Anyway, that's what I've got. These are the bets. This is the idea. I hope someone's listening. If you want, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be doing this anyway. Good luck. Happy punting. The banker is in America. I might try and get him on to give us an update. So, current position, after bets have, all bets have been placed, $340 in the kitty.